decided to Kate this doesn't fucking count as before an N? Um, uh, uh, that might be Greek or Latin. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the silent K comes from. I just uh, want to meet the person who historically was the first one to say, I want to use that word again, but I don't want to spell it the same. I want to put a K in front of it, but fuck that K in particular. And then made a whole string of words with it. Like someone at yeah. some point convinced an entire society, in our current society, to say fuck you is a letter K. There's an N after it. That, mm, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's true. I don't know if it was our society. Well, I'm saying, I, no, it was someone in society, but then now in our society as well, because we still don't pronounce the K. Oh, sure. Well, because you're. You we don't, we don't know where taught. this began. We don't know why it happened. And we're still saying fuck you to letter K for no other reason than there's an N after it. People can say Canadian. People say herbs all the time. They're wrong. But, but it is a herb. It's, it's not herb. They're herbs, fellas. They're herbs. I'm, I'm telling herb. you, it's pronounced herb. Oh, yeah? You, you want to bet? Put it in Google. Use pronunciation. It's having different herbs and spices, Carlos. Herb. You know what the, the, the most Any plant with leaves, seeds, or flowers used for flavoring, food, medicine, or perfume. I think you've been saying herb wrong your whole goddamn life. It's not herb. 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 Google's not even pronouncing it for me. It's directing me to a YouTube video where it's going to be a British guy that says herb. Why is it not pronouncing it? You're on your phone, aren't you? No, I'm on my... Wait, herb. this dude just said herb on this YouTube video. Herb. Herb. I don't. I typed, I typed in herb pronunciation. Herb. All I know is I have Google on recording for the podcast saying herb for like seven times now. Herb. 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 It's herb. I'm, I'll tell you. Carl, Carlos, it's herb. It really is. Go to the dictionary websites. I think you can say it either way, but also... Like, like... Uh, Alright, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we got right here. Why is H silent in Herb? The man's name, Herb, is a shortened name of Herbert. It has nothing to do with cooking. The other herb, however, comes from the French word... Herb. <laughs> you had to fight to not say it, and you still kind of no. said it. Yeah, I did. It was bad. Um, the H is silent in French. It comes from a French word. That's why it's silent. That's why we say fuck you to the H, because the French said fuck you to the H, and we were like, that sounds like a good word. We'll take it. The the current hurricane. Have you heard of Hurricane Henri? French name, spelled like Henry with an I at the end. French name. They don't like first H's. Getting to the point, how do we pronounce herb? The Cambridge Dictionary gives two alternatives to pronouncing the word herb. The British pronunciation is herbs with an H, while American pronunciation is herbs without the H. Oh, okay. So I see. You're we we fought to get out of the British. Wow, I just sound the dumbest motherfucker on the planet right now. But you're also, gonna pronounce I'm not it like I'm that. not taking pronunciation advice from the French. Yeah, but this is the English. Like I'm sorry, not the English. Fuck the English and the Brits. This is the American way. We stole it from the French. It's ours now. No, the American way is they stole something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about the way you pronounce it is, is, is a way. I mean, no, I mean, we, we stole we, the way to pronounce we, it. When we steal things, we tend to not use them. We just steal them to have them and then don't use them. 
Uh, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Weebo Trash Talk, your number one unranked weekly anime podcast. Every Wednesday at 9.30ish p.m. Central Time, we come to you live for our trash takes on anime news, host topics, and what we've been watching right here at twitch.tv slash Please remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one free monthly Twitch sub for any channel. We'd love to be that channel for you, but if not, actually, no, it's okay. Like, for this month, that's perfectly all right, uh, because what we're going to go ahead and do real quick is a little bit of housekeeping uh, as an announcement. There will be a show next week. We will not be live with it. We'll meet up. We'll record. We'll post that show on the podcast services the next day. However, that uh, next Wednesday actually is going to be the uh, Twitch Do Better protest day, and we will not be going live on a day long. Everyone else uh, trying to promote and it seems sad to say this, but it's truth. Can basically force Twitch's hand to do more about hate raids that have been going on right now. For those of you that are not aware, these hate raids have been happening where there are different bot uh, followers coming into people's uh, channels, following them, and then spamming them with derogatory, racist, and just horrible messages uh, into their chat. I know even today I had a friend recently start coming back to streaming, and they asked me to monitor them because it has become that much. And it's not as simple as like, oh, block out certain words. They are using different codes into the words that are still getting them through. So people actually have to go ahead and watch. And it's basically like inconsequential words that you kind of have to go ahead and filter out to still hope to go ahead and do so. It's gotten to the point that some people are making their chats followers only up to a day. So the bot doesn't just sit there. They can review their follow, things of that nature. It's a serious issue that needs to be done more. Um, the saddest thing about that is that... From stories you will go ahead and tell if you look into the issue, years ago when Twitch was meeting with community members to see what more could be done, things like this were brought up and safety measures that could be put in place were uh, offered up to them, and they simply chose not to act on it. So yes, uh, too long, didn't hear all that. Next week, there will be a show that will be posted on Thursday, but there will not be a live show on the channel next Wednesday. So that's fine, because the sub, honestly, at this point, will just go to Twitch effectively. So fuck them. Anyway, I'm your host, Pseelspin. You can call me P. As always, I am joined by my one co-host this week, actually, El Chefe himself, Mingo, at Cooking with Chefe on Facebook, uh, will not be with us. Uh, they had some personal uh, family issues to go ahead and take care of that, but they will be joining us. They're perfectly fine. Uh, uh, but I am alongside the world's number one Mio enthusiast, Gallant of Gallant and Zeros on Twitter and Twitch. Fuck em. Effectively, yes. This is episode 7 on Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. How the fuck did we already go through August? I don't fucking know. I did not August. have a good August. I'll tell you that much right now. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, oh, that's how that's how you went through August, at least. It fucking melted away because you were yeah. dealing with life and some shit. Yeah. So and, I, I apologize. No, no, I understand. I, I was making the house. Like, I just don't understand how the fuck that happened. Like, I looked, when I looked at the, all the dates here recently, because, you know, we've been doing Dad's charts because they're going to have their final appointment tomorrow to go ahead and hopefully find out what kind of diabetes it is. So for the past like two weeks or so, we have been jotting down for like every meal in the day, like, okay, what has been eaten, what were, what were the levels, what were the blood sugar, what were the insulin used, things of that nature. So tomorrow, that'll be when we finally find out. So like, it's been a whole lot of like, okay, my, 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 my days have been like portioned out on there, but everything's doing right. Anyone who's wondering, you know, this is a big medical issue, but things are much, much better now. Everyone's pretty much back on their feet and doing their own thing again. Um, we're just hoping to get some final results on here. Uh, but, with that out of the way, we're going to go ahead and jump straight into what we've been watching. 
And by what we've been watching, we mean what Carlos has been watching. I'm so sorry. I mean, it happens. So the first one I'll go ahead and pull up on here. Also, I tried to see what you were watching earlier this, earlier today, and your stuff wasn't even in there. Oh, no, it wasn't, because I didn't believe what happened to me this week, and I'll get into that in just a moment. Uh-oh. Uh, Jesus Christ, Carlos. Wait, no, that's catalog updates. Wait, what? Sorry, I'm looking at the doc for spoilers. <laughs> okay. No, the first one I saw uh, was going to go ahead and be... I saw the first two episodes of the Dungeon of the Black Company. Effectively, the premise of the show is Isekai. A uh, person gets thrown into another world, but this person was, in fact, a scumbag investor, neat individual who, you know, every get-rich-quick scheme that they could do for investments, they went ahead and did to the point that they no longer had to work and they could spend the rest of their life just in their nice apartment doing whatever the hell they wanted. Uh and immediately after saying that, black hole, no, here's a new world where you're effectively not a slave, but manual labor. It's basically a show about the, you know, uh, workers being misused and mismanaged, things of that nature. And this person trying to basically do all his, his same tactics to try and get back to where he was in the previous world of not having to work anymore and not be an employee anymore. And I got to say... The art style speaks to me. It's cool to see them using actual like monster characters. They're it, it's nice to see it. Um, it's just not more uh, okay. Well, they look kind of monstrous, but then they they go ahead and have um, big moves to fight. This lady with huge tits has a horn, and she's yeah. a monster. Yeah, yeah. I love um, your slime, but I mean it's true. But there's that, and it's it's honestly, it's sad. As an American, I don't know if I find it that funny, which is I just relate. I kind of really relate. It just speaks to me. It's It's got bright coloring, and I was like, I get it. I hate this person. Because fuck them for where they were before. At the same time, though, no. Fuck the system. Get out of it. I understand. Bring it all down. Bring it all down. And it's only been two episodes. I don't know. Like, I, I'm digging it. I don't... It, it's... It's got what I've been looking for the past few weeks that I've been saying on here of I wanted something with personality. This definitely feels like they threw some personality in here. I don't know how much I'll agree with the story as it goes on, things of that nature. But at least it's like, oh, if I, if I watch this, I feel like I'm watching something. I'm not just, um, you know, I don't just have something on on a screen, basically. It makes me want to pay attention for the most part. And I'm enjoying it. So it just started the dub. It's only episode two. My episode three at this point. And... I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I actually like it, like it, but it has personality too, which is enough for like, okay, well, I needed something like that already. I needed the oh, filter juices cool. flowing. Again, that's that a... was the Dungeon of the Black Company. You were saying? That's a pretty glowing review for your, your first at bat here. Hopefully everything else is good. Oh, yeah. So, no, this is actually a good week for anime. So let me go ahead and pull up the next one. This one, so this is where I like. I didn't believe what happened this week. So what I also started watching was Moriarty the Patriot. This ah. is the anime that follows the fictional life and times of the Sherlock Holmes adversary, like main antagonist, Moriarty, William Moriarty. 
and effectively he is the protagonist this time around and again this speaks to me because it is literally the story of Moriarty still absolutely being a criminal uh, criminal still absolutely being willing to kill people and things of that nature and he is his he's a criminal because he has assembled his group to destroy the class system in London and the world. He, he's I'm, literally bringing down capitalism. I'm about it. This is like, this is the Moriarty we needed. Hell yeah! Like, it was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this isn't happening right now. Like, because I'm very much I want the bad guys to get their comeuppance. I want the bad guys punished. I want them to go to jail. I want them. Hurt. I don't. I don't want redemption arcs. So, like, I feel weird, but it was also the same thing of, like, oh, no, like, it's not that Moriarty's um, good or evil. He's just already resolved. He's already he's already come to the point, like, no, the world's fucked up, and we're going to change it. Like, the entire goal at one point he described was, like, no, we're going we're gonna to choke this system on murders. And... Maybe not the best way to go about it, but it's murdering rich people. Okay, well that's fine. Yeah, not not not. I was just about to say how are the how are the murders? How am I supposed to like a murder? And then you, yeah, no, they got the good. No, it's strictly all the um, high class elites who just basically trump all on people or kill people, things of that nature, who cause physical harm and uh, abductions and things like basically, yeah, all of that, like. In one of the episodes, it's literally a gardener who's begging his employer, please, my baby is sick. If you don't help us, he's going to die. We can't make it in the rain to the actual town doctor. And if we could, town doctor isn't there. Can we please see yours? And their employer tells them, why should I be inconvenienced to let you see my doctor? Get back to your shed or I'll fire you and then you'll all die. And it's that just story. They own a doctor. Yeah, and it's just things like that where it's literally the stories of Moriarty going around fucking shit up. And what another thing it does for the vast majority of it that I really like, classic actual detective stories. Mm-hmm. Hour, Fuck not me. hour long, not hour long episodes, but two parters. Ooh, and God th- damn it. I've and been sold so hard on something forever. And, and here's the thing about it. What I didn't believe is I didn't finish watching everything that was available. I stopped because I felt fulfilled. Like <laughs> I'm okay. I don't I don't need to I don't need to get to the end just yet. Because not the whole thing isn't dubbed yet. They also only have the part one of it. And then there's part uh-huh. two that'll get dubbed later. And you know what? I'm okay. I think I stopped at like episode six mm-hmm. effectively. And I'm okay. Like I'll continue it on. Like maybe sometime this week, next week. You, y'all probably gonna hear me talk about this for a while because I, I think I'm gonna make it a slow burn because I just I don't want to get to the end. I'm okay with letting that just be my. Okay, I'll go check this out for an hour because I'll probably be there for an hour, and I'm about it. It's weird because and also they're not avoiding it. It is Moriarty. Uh, in this universe, he has a younger brother and a older brother because they him and his younger brother were orphans. But Moriarty was extremely smart. He helped people basically um, get through life. You know, he was already—he's a genius. By the time this other person finds him, and so he's been helping townsfolk with like planting gardens, with betting on races, 
uh, helping the other children in the orphanage learn how to read and write and all these other things. And at one point, you can even see from the beginning, it's effectively a criminal, not a criminal organization, but he's already dead set on the, no, kill the rich. And this is basically what sparks his um, adoptive brother, the older one, to say, hey, we should bring them into the family because, well, you'll see more of it. It's it's very intriguing. Like they I, all, they... I have to say, I've been looking for an anime for a hard minute, mm-hmm. and I mean, you were you were telling me about this when we were when we were doing stuff uh, like late last week, earlier this week, and I was like, okay, okay, and I'm very glad you've saved this this pitch for the podcast because, hot damn. Yeah. It basically is Mori already going around performing perfect crimes. Another thing, while I am normally torn on like, oh, I don't want the I don't want the bad guy to be the protagonist. Um, nah. The Moriarty makes it so that the victims get their revenge. So the actual antagonist for the stories or whatever they're doing mm-hmm. it don't end pretty. So it's fulfillment. Like you know what's gonna happen effectively, but it's just done away as like it's just satisfying. It nails satisfaction, in my opinion. And that's why I'm okay with waiting on it. That's why I haven't finished it yet. Because it was like, I'm good. I can walk away for a little bit. I'll come back. And I'll still this, like it. This sounds like the promise of Death Note. That's another thing, too, I was going to say. Because I, I know I mentioned it before. Um, let's go ahead and get people angry. Uh, as a child, you think Death Note's amazing. As an adult you realize Light is a fuckboy who would hate everyone who roots for him. Yeah. Well, Light I mean, is absolutely... Also, that, that Light's understanding of good and evil begins and ends with people in, in uh, people who are incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And yes, I know, he goes on like, yes, I made sure they only did the most heinous crime. It's like, dude, shut up. You're, you're, yeah. You are 16 at most, and you are murdering people who are victims of a system that are more powerful than anything you can imagine. And then you murder people who have not committed crimes, but they get in your way. Yep. And you manipulate and gaslight people until you can get what you need out of them, and then you kill them. Like, and I'm about to go watch Death Note again. <laughs> that's why, for me, I personally adored the Netflix Death Note movie, because mm-hmm. that movie is not good. But holy shit, does it personify how ridiculous and obscene the concept of why I love Death Note really was. Because it really pushes the narrative like, yeah, why does this person think they have the right to judge anyone? They're a fucking spoiled little brat. They've never had to work for anything or worry about anything. There's, they, they literally, it's the person who got power and decided, I know what's, what's for the best. And, you know, oh, well, they're in prison. They did the worst thing. So why don't I just kill them? Yeah. Like. I mean, Death Note ultimately knows that Light is the villain. You're just following the villain. But I think think the reason I like the anime for Death Note is because it it knows it's the, it knows Light is the villain, but it also is telling it from Light's point of view. And the perspective is that he's the protagonist and -hmm. it's just all the way in. And yeah, when you're like 16, it's like this rules. And then when you're older, you're like, nothing else goes this hard. <laughs> nothing else knows it's wrong. It goes this hard. 
Moriarty might, in all honesty. Like I said before, like, I, it might. I, I will have to Moriarty, watch this from what you've said. I'm, I'm all excited. Moriarty is not delusional. He is fully aware of the fact he is the villain. He does not fucking care. Because he's not trying to be the hero. He's trying to dismantle the society that he hates. Yeah. Plain and simple. There is no, I know how to fix the world. It's like, no, I'm going to tear this down and hopefully something better comes of it. And so far, it stayed true to that. Now, if it gets a little try hard later, who knows? But for right now, I'm about this. Because like I said before, it's just, it nails satisfaction. I can't, I, I for someone who watches as much anime as I do, I can't really put into words how un- unbelievable it is that I feel that right now. Mm-hmm. That I can walk away. Because I'm satisfied. You're satisfied, and I'm going to say, is part of it that you don't want it to end? Uh, well, because I don't know. Like, I don't know how it'll end. Because Sherlock and Watson are in here. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're, like, they're going to be in the next episode, or they're going to be in the episode I'm watching, or that I stopped at, basically. Mm-hmm. And they'll be integral parts of the story as well. So we'll see how that plays out. But that's the whole thing. They all meet each other. They all know each other. And like I said before, it is an awesome thing. Also, the music slaps. Ah, okay. The, the, the opening song is, once again, literally, fuck capitalism, let's tear it down. Like, when you get a chance, when you watch it, Funimation, on most of the episodes, has the subs for the song they're singing. Read them. Read the words they're singing in this song. Nice. It's fucking awesome. Uh, and the ending song even bops too. And it's just, oh, I love the series. I will, depending on how it goes in the end, I will absolutely buy this and put it in my connect- collection and just, ah, uh, raise your kids on this. Fuck capitalism. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was Moriarty. And the last thing I watched, because I was, you know, it was on there, I figured I'd watch it today, just I didn't give you that short. Uh, I watched The Witcher anime on Netflix. There's a Witcher anime on Netflix? Yeah, it came out um, last Monday, I think it was, or no, this Monday. It was huh. uh, The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. Basically, it's the story of Vesemir when he was a young witcher and, mm-hmm. you know, how he became one, and also the sacking of Kaer Morhen. It is huh. by it is by Studio Mur. They do a lot of like the higher animation stuff for Netflix, and yeah, the animation is really really good, really really solid. It isn't Castlevania solid, but it's still great. It honestly, they they still go ahead and do what they're pretty well known for of do the three sixty of the hand drawn animations as they're fighting things like that. They do magic, they do skills, things all that of the nature. It is gory and bloody, but it doesn't overuse it. It is just you know goes hard in the process of what it's trying to do, sort of really sells it. Um, the worst thing about it, in my opinion, is that you don't really feel good watching this. Because, once, oh. once again, this is the story of the sacking of Kaer Morhen. The Witcher is basically going extinct. So, yeah. you know, the story doesn't have a happy ending. It, yeah, it not a feel-good piece, huh? Yeah, it's not a feel-good piece. It isn't It isn't over... Um, it tragic? Isn't, like, yeah, over tragic. tragic or grimdark. Yeah, it's not trying okay. too hard. It just knows what it's like. It's just not a happy story, per se. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. This, this ends a certain way, and bad things happen because of people just being prejudiced. Like, that's the story of the, uh, the Witcher. In The Witcher, the world is based around extreme prejudices that don't get yeah. overcome. Uh, the characters might do it. And also, Vesemir, this is at the height of The Witchers before the second Karen Warren, where the Witchers, the Witchers are not good people. They're not heroes. 
they're not trained by Vesemir trying to be a good person. They are basically monster slayers who go around killing monsters, taking absorbent uh, prices, and because they know they're going to die fighting monsters, they live in life's luxury. You know, mm-hmm. they spend their coin wildly on women, uh, nice foods, drinks, and places to sleep, and all that. So they're not really heroes at all. Like, no one's really a hero. Even Vesemir isn't, isn't a hero. He's just the protagonist you're following in the story. Uh, until, you know, the eventual end of, like, how things happen, why, why they go on the certain path that they do. Mm-hmm. And I still enjoy it. I still recommend watching it, absolutely. It's, it's, I think it's a good bit of Witcher lore. It's a shame that it can't be more in-depth, basically. But it's true to the story of the Witcher. Like, oh, no, bad things happen because... Well, it's a bad world. It's a bad and tragic world. Yeah. And no one's trying to be the hero. It's the elves have already been effectively slaughtered and dismantled. The witchers are slaying monsters and whatnot and, you know, living very obtusely. It's a class system with monarchies and things of that nature. So um Yeah. It's it's not a happy piece, but it's it's still enjoyable. Like if you're a fan of the Witcher, I recommend it. It's about two hours. It's not too much out of your, out of the way for yourself, or just shy of two hours, I should say. And yeah, solid animation, uh, good voice acting, good characters, and this is cool to see. If anything, it it just makes me sad that it really solidifies the moment of like, yeah, there was never a high point of like the Witchers doing good things when they were at their high highest point. They were jackasses. Yeah. But so is the world. It's just a, it's a story of jackasses being jackasses, and then they all kind of just hurt each other enough until the point that near the end, that's when someone decides, okay, we need to be better than that. So yeah, that was that was The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf. Is it is it framed as like a uh, Vesemir's nightmare or something? Um. I mean, his world gets torn apart. Okay. Well, it's, it was, you know, you said Nightmare of the Wolf, and I was like, okay, is it like, do you see old Vesemir, and is he having a nightmare? Or? No, 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 no. Okay. It, it's, 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 it's literally the story of young Vesemir coming up. You see Vesemir as okay. a child in flashbacks coming up more than, you see, like, this isn't like, you know, this isn't one of those, oh, it's a limited, it's, it's a movie. It's, it's literally a, the shy of two hours movie, so you're just going to get it all in there. But you see uh, flashbacks. It's set in... Present time is young Vesemir at the time of leading up to the sacking of Kaer Morm, where mm-hmm. the home of the Witchers is. And you get flashbacks of, like, where he, you know, what happened as a youth to make him become a Witcher. Things like that. Okay. Sounds cool. Yeah. It was cool. It was it was honestly really, really cool. Let me see here. And with that, I am good. You said you wanted to say a small piece? Uh yeah, I mean I'm just I haven't been watching things like a bad person, but uh I uh I have been keeping up with Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and it remains an utter and continuous delight. Um I even uh while I was, you know, kind of uh just in a spot where I was like I had time to kill, I, I ended up watching the uh I think I believe Crunchyroll has the the extras uh, which are little, I believe they they pan out to be a little like little one minute, one and a half minute episodes, um, on there as like a special season for the, 
you know, uh, I believe it's an anniversary thing. I don't know, but uh, they're they're just little like snippets of like daily life for everybody in the series, and uh, they're all pretty fun. Just just some some nice comfy times, and it's it's been good. It's been the constant I've been trying to keep in these trying times. There we go. Awesome, awesome. Can't wait to see it get dubbed eventually with Funimation, as apparently now they technically own it as well. Um, so many things. Um, but for little point. But no, but then with that, we're going to go ahead and move into some slight anime news for you. So this first piece is coming from Kim Morrissey at Anime News Network. Uh Kimono Friends Production Company launches an LGBTQ sensitivity reader service. Uh, it's not a long article, so I'm going to go ahead and read about basically all of it. Uh, Digital Contents Production Company 8 Million, formerly Yarozu, announced an LGBTQ sensitivity reader service last week. The debate plus LGBTQ service will provide feedback from LGBTQ individuals and allies uh, to clients before their product is released. The company produced the first season of Kimono Friends anime in 2017, as well as the Kimarikusa series in 2019. The service is cooperating with the openly gay YouTuber uh, Kazui or Kazi Chan. I'm not that sure. That sounds you... right. Kazi. Kazi Chan. Okay, whose channel provides information about LGBTQ issues in Japan. It offers two forms of feedback service for those who wish to gather a wide range of opinions and group interviews for those who wish to engage in a deeper discussion about the content and with a small number of people. In a press release, 8 million highlighted the need for consultancy in an era where the English word diversity is also becoming commonplace in Japan. However, it also noted that diversity has not been promulgated promulgated i i practiced this last week but then time went on uh promulgated um pushed forward basically and far in society and that there are many harassment related incidences many controversies are the result of unconscious actions or ignorance without malice therefore checks performed internally on the production side may not catch potential issues eight million has accordingly created a service to help bridge the knowledge gap. 8 million will moderate an online seminar with the theme, how to approach marketing in a diverse society on August 30th. That is going to go ahead and be uh, next Monday. I couldn't find a link or anything to say exactly where to find that, but I would suggest looking at the how to approach marketing in a diverse society. And that is coming via eight, the group 8 million. And honestly, I'm about it. Like, I'm happy to see it. It's something, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you know, because I, I don't know... really have any information on like, you know, the company themselves or how this is gonna go. But hey, it... good lord, if if we, you know, say shit for people actually trying. Yeah, like as the, my my key thing is like. As long as it actually is LGBTQ individuals who are being employed to provide these services, that for me is like, I'm going to say that oh, I'll give them, you know, round of applause or anything happens, but okay, cool. Like you're specifically hiring. It's, it's not just a, a, you're just saying you're hiring a group and not saying who's actually in there. You're specifically stating this will be people who would be directly in, related to this content who are speaking on the content 
before it's released. It doesn't make any promises, of course, because it's just a consulting fun- uh, co- company or a consulting movement if there's any agreement to go and act on it. So, I mean, effectively, like any consultant, they can just be ignored. But the fact that this is just a thing at all, like, I do want to push for making that known. It's like, yeah, why why shouldn't there be consulting groups of, like, the content that you're using or doing? Because I know even for myself, like, I, well, I may see some positive... Um, I view this as someone who's straight as, like, oh, that's a positive outlook of someone who's LGBTQ in a certain series or another. An actual member of the, that group may not feel the same way for reasons that I'm not aware of. So the, the idea of, like, hey... You know, here's an actual group who can provide the feedback on what they might be missing. That, like I said, I I think these kinds of things, these kind of consultations, if there isn't going to be a situation, uh, or even if there is a situation, in my opinion, of these individuals, specifically in this case, LGBTQ plus members, uh, community members, are not behind the actual production itself. Even if there are in there, like, just have a group who's actually just dedicated to the idea of, like, their understanding of how terms in terminology and things of that nature change over time and what really the feel is before they release their product in there and maybe that maybe that helps us avoid certain things like i kept thinking about when i heard about this like oh maybe had there been a group like this more involved we wouldn't ha- have had the change in story that we did and that one series you spoke to that was we all, all hyped up for a little bit of nobari no al way back when of like oh yeah uh, yeah like we don't have to we don't have to cut the gay storyline we don't have to cut the lgbtq themes from a series just for the hope of being successful. If it is a matter of like, no, we still want to be successful even with those themes, I mean, I'll take it. I will take it. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, and the the flip side is, is like, okay, you've got a consulting firm there. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what they do if they get consulted on, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. A whole nother, you know, I was going to say a whole nother egg of baskets, but I don't think that is anything anyone says. Okay. All right, folks. Actually, we have to go ahead and take a small break. We will be right back. And we're back. Sorry about that, folks. Like I said before, some medical issues that have longing lesser effects. I have to do that sometimes in the future, possibly. Uh, but we thank you for patience with that. I'll still go ahead and edit out for you and the audio people. If you're wondering how much time passed, don't worry about it. You're here now. You went through time and space. You're in a TARDIS. I gave you magic. Anyway. Finally. So, yeah. Before we move on, I didn't know. I, I know we kind of like I had to leave. Like maybe after that, did you have any thoughts you wanted to go ahead and share on that new story, Gallant? No, I mean, you know, I think I, I think I said my piece. You know, I'm. It's exciting that that people are are actually at a point where they're like, okay, I guess we are going to try. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, at least consulting with this. You know, like I said, pessimistically. You know, who who knows what you know what comes of the consultation or whatever. But it's yeah. a step in the right direction. Yeah, like I guess before, the, another reason I was thinking about it is like why I want groups like this or a, a server like this to be offered more so is because like, so the ideal uh, outcomes be like, you know, just in general, uh, people of color, members of the LGBTQ plus community, things of that nature, all just being in a production staff in general and being able to catch all that. Is that the dream? Yeah, obviously. But at the same time, when I look at it in a more critical view, as we were talking about earlier, you know, joking aside, criticisms and saying fuck you to capitalism things of that nature just because someone is an employee who happens to identify with any one of these as they're for the moment uh notated as marginalized group it shouldn't be their like professional obligation to be the yes or no person on mm-hmm. these type of issues because that that's not what they were 
hired for. They were hired for their skills in a set profession. That that is what they're there for. They can commentate on things, but I wouldn't. I would not want a system to unknowingly be in place of oh well you know and this is going to be like the most extreme example I, i'm saying it for extreme for the sake of like making the point of oh well the gay person said it's okay but it wasn't okay after all once it aired so we're gonna go ahead and blame that on the gay person it's like no they weren't hired to do that they're not a consultation firm they're an individual who happens to identify a certain way like it wasn't their job to give you the yes or no like that yeah, that's that's exactly. why i want these kind of groups to be there because I want it to be a business transaction or operation where those those kind of checks and balances did occur. It wasn't just put on, and I apologize, I'm not seeing the word correctly, like like, like a tokenism type situation of like, oh, well, we had we, we checked the box, and the, the person who checked the box said it was okay, so it's on them. I'm like, no, you, you're a business. You're responsible for checking these things. You're responsible yeah. for your research. Exactly. So yeah, this is what I want to put out there. Um, but hopefully we see more. I hope we see good results in that. And we just see people not being afraid of like, hey, even if we have members of these groups in here, we're, the the actual production team behind it is not specialized in this situation currently. We should have someone fact check us. Yeah, or just, you know, give actual like give advice that like speaks to a way that like how people understand it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there, 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 there is a common thread of you know yes i am part of you know i am part of this group or whatever you know many many people feel this way but are like i don't have like the words to speak to this in a meaningful way for someone to understand me i don't yeah. need to be understood by you know i need i need to be accepted not understood and there there's just a i don't know the acceptance it, needs to happen just, just the, because the, someone is part of and i uh, identifies as, as a member of a group that a source might be based on or a source material might be based on does not automatically make them the registered spokesperson for that group professionally. They're just an individual. They're just a person trying to live like they did not that they had no point in their lives unless they, they did uh, openly admit this. Like they at no point said, I will be the one to make the call on this. I am, you know, I am accredited to make the call on this. It's, it's a business transaction. It's, it's a business operation it should be handled like a business transaction, in my opinion, at least. I mean, and, and hopefully this, this, you know, hopefully this bridges the gap for people to end up more, more, you know, more marginalized individuals to be working in that space, you know, mm -hmm. who who can speak to this stuff and who are writers that, you know, writers or, or people, you know, who do speak to that, that kind of thing. And it's not just, okay, well, yeah, it doesn't matter what our, our animators identify as or, or anything. We're just, you know, trying to punch it out yeah so we'll, we'll see absolutely absolutely it, it is definitely a there is definitely a cultural thing happening in japan and it's 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 good to see there's yeah. a cultural shift going and going and coming it's like everywhere else it is slow but you know the shifts have been there and i'm i'm very excited for everybody over there absolutely also because we have to do it so we don't fall into it. There's no news story, so we shouldn't have a problem with this. But you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Um, God damn it. Uh, 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 okay, there we go. Uh, that's me too. Um, but okay, yeah. No, then with that, that'll go ahead and be on news story for the week on there. Uh, there is another story about a Katakawa announcing a simulpa program. But, you know, wait till next week. It's not really important. Uh, it's waited before. We'll make it wait again. So we'll save that for next week and make a little note there. 
But with that solved on news, let's go ahead and move into catalog updates. All right, so we got catalog updates uh, oh, for no, animation. Is this one a dub? Yes. That's exact. Yeah, I was like, hold on. I saw all caps and I figured it was fine. No, I was wrong. Go on. Um, so uh, Funimation is adding the uh, the the newest season of Higurashi when they cry Sotsu dub. Uh, they're also adding Robotech, Robotech Two Sentinels, Robotech The Shadow Chronicles, Promise Eleven Neverland Season Two dub. Who cares? Life lessons with Uramachi Onisan. That time I got reincarnated as a slime part two. Finally on August twenty fourth. Way too late. Personally, motherfuckers. Um, Attack on Titan, the final season, part two, in January 2022. Uh, and then Love After World Domination is going to be in 2022. Uh, High Dive has added Mother of the Goddess Dormitory. Mother of the Goddess's Dormitory, dub. And, oh, this is a fun one. You see how that's split between pages, Carlos? I love it. <laughs> um, Crunchyroll has added... Battle Game in 5 Seconds dub, uh, Tony Kaku Kawaii SNS dub, uh, oh no, SNS, sorry, just the series, and then dub is at a later date, uh, My Next Life as a Villainous, All Roots Lead to Doom X, it's coming on the 25th, is that the dub as well? No, that's just a series. It will get a really? dub, but that it hadn't was... started yet? No. Wow, okay, I thought I thought Wait, that already started. Not anymore, um, let me double check real quick. Go on. I mean, it's fine. Uh, and then I'm standing on a million lives. Season two dub is going to be on the 27th. Uh, Netflix is also adding bum, ba, da, bum, live action Cowboy Bebop on November 19th. We will have more on that later. Fun, fun. But yeah, folks, that is your catalog updates for the week. Let me take a look here. Uh, no, in fact, uh, let me see here. Actually, now I'm confused. I'm double-checking country right now because you brought it up to me. I wanted to make sure I was right. No, okay, I'm reading it backwards. Uh, huh, hold on. Might be onto something. Was the article wrong? It would have been today it released. Because, no, there's there's already couple, eight, there's... there are eight, there are eight episodes in on I'm about to say, I'm Doom, pretty sure. I haven't been watching it, but I'm, like, I was pretty sure it was deep. Doom X. No, that's that's the original. How is this dub? So is it a dub? Did Crunchyroll forget to up? You know what? They probably might have. I wouldn't be surprised if they missed a date. Folks, my life as a villain is a good show. Go watch it regardless. I, I don't have to tell you. I, I apologize, and it, I'm just going off the the newsletter they send out. So take it to Crunchyroll. Very, very rarely am I one to know what uh, every streaming site is is uh, doing. So. So I'll have, take this have, as the single win. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, and with that, we will move on into new announcements. Starting with Star Wars Vision, the anime shorts uh, has posted its English and Japanese trailers, and it has cast listings as well. We've got some pretty good names in here. In all honesty, I highly recommend watching trailer. In fact, let me go ahead and pull it up right now. We're not gonna have the sound on here. Because it's Disney, I'm not picking that fight for anyone. And um, but no, let's go ahead and just roll it on there. It looks really, really good. Oh, close captioning, yay! 
effectively as exactly as it's going to be anime shorts all based around you know uh themed around star wars and it looks sick we've got some big names actors, like leonard nimoy uh masioka always good to see him coming back to things on there uh wait and- isn't leonard, leonard nimoy dead no! Oh my god, yes, you are correct. My apologies. Holy shit. No, not Leonard Nimoy. I kept I just went straight to things I'm so used to saying it most of No, it was uh George Sakai who will be voicing in here. There we go. Alright. I uh, no, you're you're good. I was just like, hold up, you just said Leonard Nimoy. Am I living yeah. in a different world? Did I cross I'm, over at some point? I, we saw we started seeing all this and honestly I kept I kept thinking about Kingdom Hearts and it just <sighs> Spock versus Luke was amazing casting people. Kingdom Hearts is awesome. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yes, they did. Also, that umbrella lightsaber is like my favorite thing in this entire trailer. Not necessarily, it's but dope. it's it's still awesome. Because no, there's there's an old kung fu movie. Uh, well, not old. Well, maybe at this point, of like they it was a kung fu movie based around people who would fight with knives, uh, swords that were built around umbrellas, basically. So mm-hmm. seeing that weapon come back and be used like this like oh yeah all about this all about this what is my favorite i think it's gonna come up here pretty soon is yeah here getting off the eyes jumping around and oh oh perfect parries perfect parries and then the slice like mm. anyway's good y'all i don't know what to, i don't know what to say i don't i don't know about this person who at some point that they were pulling a zoro getting like six arms with the lightsabers trying to pull a grievous even though they're a human but whatever, whatever. It's down. Yeah. I highly suggest watching that trailer, folks, if you get a chance to. It's really cool. Once again, those trailers are already both in English and in Japanese, and the cast listing is out there. Uh, yeah, Joseph Gordon, love it. Um, Shelby Young. Let me see here. Lucy Liu. Neil Patrick Harris. Allison Brie. Uh, let me see here. Trishon. Stephanie Shea. Greg Chun. No, okay, not the same person. I was gonna. I don't think a legendary actor in there for something. I was like, no, that 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 individual has passed on. They would not still be here, are they? No, no, I'm incorrect again. Holy shit! No, James Hong. James Hong will be a voice in one of these on here, uh, and actually one of the, the the trigger one, the elder. Uh, so yeah, no, that's that's fucking cool to see. Damn, goddamn. Uh, Henry Golding, Jamie Chung, uh, George Takei. There we go. And yeah, and and like so, definitely check it out, folks. Like I cannot wait for that to come out. Uh, in fact, let me double check again for the date. Uh, it will be yeah, September twenty second. Can't come soon enough. That's and so then, close, honestly. Yeah, like can I can my next month melt in like this month did and get me there closer, please? No, uh, don't. It's it's already bad enough. I'm not gonna go to see Shang Chi. But yeah, no, moving on. Next up in the announcements, because we're just barely on number two, but Record of Ragnarok is getting an official second season from Netflix. Let's go. I'm excited. Let's go. I would like to hope that, that season one did fairly well for them. Human fucking spirit, folks. Let's go. Uh, next up, Gundam Breaker Battle Log. I'm hoping they spelled that correctly. I'm assuming they did. It's a made-up word, but I'm assuming they got it right. Uh, it will have an October premiere. Then no streaming service has claimed it just yet, but I would assume we're gonna get it regardless. I mean, if it didn't go to funny, it would have gone to crunchy. I'm assuming. Basically, I I don't think Netflix would want a buy on this. Either way, I'm about it. Gundam Breaker is the one where it's like you know you you make the toy model Gundam, 
and then you control it in a fight when they're still miniatures. So the the trailer is out for it. It looked pretty fucking crazy. I recommend checking that one out as well. But yeah, Gundam Breaker Battlelog premiering in October. Next up, we have like basically just a large number of Sentai filmwork licenses. Sentai was like, you know, we've been quiet long enough. Let's go ahead and show them what we got now that we know that Crunchy and Funny going to be one thing. Don't forget about us. We've been here from the start. Uh, they also had that, um, remember last year, or like maybe it was around like December or whatever, they had that big influx of capital. Yeah. From from that one investor group. So like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. And some of this will go ahead and be home release and digital as well. They have a full listing of that on Anime News. If you want to look it up, it's called, the article is called Sentai Filmworks Licenses 8 Anime, including, uh, and the names of it. So, I mean, more, rec- more recent one, check it out. If you want to actually get the, the nitty details of like what is just digital, what is home release, what is release dates, things of that nature. But the listing is they have licensed Lupin the Third Part Six. So the newest Lupin, one, great to see it coming back so soon. Two, Sentai was like, nah, funny, we, we, we want this. Because Funimation did have Lupin the Third Part Five. And so that, that's a big swing, in my opinion. Uh, they also went ahead and licensed. Also, another thing, because Funny was kind of doing this as well, they have acquired license for New Fate Khalid Liner, Charisma Ilya, the film. Oh, yeah. Can, can, oh, we're finally getting the film. Oh, my God. Now, everybody heard me talk too much about Fate, but Carlos, if if you ever end up watching Fate and we're like, damn, I wish this was just cool. Go watch that movie that's coming out. Really? Dude. The... Is that what that is? So, you know the main character of Fate, right? Uh... The orange-haired guy, Shiro? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I was going to say which, which story, just, but yeah. If you ever just want him being the biggest badass possible, watch this movie. Uh, Fate Kelly Liner is a weird offshoot that is about uh, one of the, the heroines of the original visual novel who never gets a root, and like focuses on her in a weird magical girl like world version where they like they almost card capture sakura with the spirits from fate where mm-hmm. they use a card and like end up just wearing like an outfit based on that class yeah and like being able to like power up oh, and stuff okay one of yeah, the one on. of the characters is from an alternate dimension where the holy grail war is sort of like that and the way it basically goes is Shiro is just the biggest fucking badass. Like And a young girl? No no no. The young girl is is that uh is like that dimension's Ilya. Okay. Well no, I'm I'm, um, I'm looking at the poster right now and there's uh someone who's dressed as magic girl, one dressed up as a ninja, and one dressed up as Archer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The one dressed up as Archer is Kuro. Uh, that I would go into that, but it starts getting a little weird. No, it's okay. It's okay. Ilya, it's okay. Prisma Ilya is not without its weird things, but man, even out of context, this uh, this movie is going to just whip a whole bunch of goddamn ass. I honestly thought that Prism Ilya, all these years I've been seeing it around, I thought Prism Ilya was just them having fun with something in terms of like stupid magical girl, happy times bullshit, but it's actually legit a really awesome series you're saying? It's, it is very, very good. It is, okay. I, I went into it thinking this is Fate fan service, and and turns out, A, this is Fate fan service. B, <laughs> this goes hard in places I didn't expect. And hopefully, I'm, I'm almost certain 
that this movie gets into the backstory of uh of the one character who's who is spoilers from another dimension like i've said uh backstory where it shows what happens in their version of a holy grail war and it it's just it's everything i've ever wanted i remember reading those arcs in the manga and i think that's where i stopped because i like caught up and i just haven't read since but i remember reading that and like you said i was just satisfied i was like this needs to happen sometime because i i just need this i need this at some point for sure i think whenever i do land my next job i'm just gonna like before i go into it i'm just gonna like spend a week ignoring things and just go in on the fate series maybe because just to commit that kind of time but we'll see what happens okay okay yeah like if if you want to break from the melodrama that is fate prisma Ilya is really good i should go and watch the rest of that actually considering i'm I'm back on my fate bullshit mm-hmm. well it's gonna be out there for you it's gonna be out there for you yeah i just i really hope i'm just reading like the yeah wow wow they're doing the best arc finally oh my god okay sorry i'm i missed this i i skimmed the doc and i just somehow i missed kelly leonard was in there oh fuck that's okay that's okay i got you i got you (laughs) but then also on a later posting the day after they announced eight more licenses this is going to be for drifting dragons originally that was a netflix joint so they like sentai is coming out swinging like i said before they took some off of uh i don't know if it's going to remain on netflix but it took it from there well, see, this is the this is the thing. Like when we were talking about, like, uh, not to not to be dragless in the in, yeah. in the conversation again, but this is what we're, what we're talking about. The combination of crunchy and funny mm-hmm. is like streaming rights for new things is one thing, but then you have to look at things that have already streamed are being picked up on things like Netflix and Hulu, and then stuff that have already streamed on those, like for air, are now getting picked up by you know by Sentai for like home home licensing. So this is why licenses are such a, a fuck to navigate and, and yeah. talking about like uh, monopolies is just, it, it's a clusterfuck. But, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm so happy. I have, I have Blu-ray of, uh, Blu-rays of Bacchano that were limited release because there is mm-hmm. nowhere legally to watch Bacchano online anymore. It really? just does not, it does not exist. It's that not... license has just not been picked up by anyone or they Who can't do... afford it. Is that an ADV license? It might be. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say who who's on the side of the Bacano box? I gotta know. That's that's wild. <laughs> yeah, know. no, that's just that's just it's just straight not available anywhere online. I keep looking for it because I always want to recommend because it, it is my favorite anime ever. But can't do it. It's not available anywhere, legitimately. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Okay, but the next license was gonna be uh Itero Duku, the World in Colors, Made in the Abyss, the Golden City of the Scorching Sun. I believe that's the movie. Uh. And Made in the Abyss Season 2. So if anyone's wondering where it was going to land after the whole, uh, you know, Amazon thing, it was already proven before, but this is confirming it. Sentai wants to be your spot for Made in the Abyss. Uh, Also, Girls und Panzer, Das Final Films, Parts 2 and 3. Shiki Zakura. Oh, Shiki Zakura, yeah. Uh, Wacha Primaji. Yuki Yuna is a hero, the great monarchy chapter. And movie cursor, Gallant? Oh, the last one? Yeah, movie cursor, I can't read it. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm stupid. Uh, Kakiguria. I think I said that right. Oh my god, no. Kakiguri? Kakiguri. Oh, there we go, Kakiguri. Yeah. 
those uh, those those last two are both again Netflix joints. Really? Yeah, I be, I think Yuki Yuna was only ever on Netflix. I'm anytime anyone recommended it, they're like, oh, it's on Netflix. And I'm I'm almost certain Kakaguri has only ever been on Netflix. You you know what? You're right. Uh, let me see here. That is true. That is true. This other one that I don't know if that was ever on Netflix, but okay, whatever. Well, Either way, uh, Yuki Yuna. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I at least mean that um the the original I think I think the original like animes for for Yuki Yuna was were only on Netflix. Okay. I don't know about okay. I don't know specifically about this iteration. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Then with that settled, we're going to go ahead and move on into new dates. First up, we have uh Kami Can't Communicate is going to get an Oct- an October 6th debut. Uh, Samurai Showdown. Nah, there's no there's no W there. That's right. Uh, it's third season pass adds Guilty Gear's Biken on August nineteenth. Wait, why is that in there so far ago? Hold on. What? Ah, okay. No, I wouldn't be to cut off. So yeah, uh, Biken is out there. Biken is out there. Uh, Mute King, the dancing hero, has an October second debut. And for our final story to go ahead and cover a little bit on here, Netflix live action and Cowboy Bebop will get a November 19th premiere. And it was accompanied by um, set photos or promotional photos. I'll and pull folks, this up then, I guess. Uh, yeah, I can. Hold up. I'm just not sure. Oh, no, I, I meant, should I pull this up on my end? If you want to. I don't know if you've seen the photos or not. but I haven't. I've, I've kept myself. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, they're up there. So if you want to, this I can't really get the best of it. I mean, yeah. I'll just go ahead and have you look at them because I don't really have a safe way of pulling up, like, getting all the different ads from other websites. But yeah, no, I have them up. They have images of Spike, Jet, and Faye, along with Ein, who is a corgi. There is no monkey business here. It is a corgi. We've known that for a while now, but it's a confirmed. The Corgi is in the series. The Corgi is being walked. The Corgi is being fed. The Corgi is a star. But I'll be honest. Mm. I'm about it. I, I, The look itself, outside of the fact that it's promotional photos. So, yeah, you know, it's they're typically promotional photos, not so much set photos or still Shots images. Shots from the show, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're meant to be brighter. They're meant to be in a heightened, like, I forget the exact word for it, but they're meant to, like, so you can see everything. They're they're not the final product, but they're meant to like it's like the brightest flash picture of it. And just looking at it, this is about as true of an adaptation as you could get while still not being too ridiculous, in my opinion. Like yeah, like um, John Cho as Spike looks like Spike. Yeah, he does. it's 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 Spike's outfit. It's his classic blue suit, the yellow shirt, the with the pop collar and screwed up tie, things like that. Sure, even has his headphones in one of the images on there. Jet, so I mean, so Spike looks basically like Spike, effectively. Yeah, maybe a little less fro, because I don't, I don't think it's ever been confirmed. You know, what Spike technically was in this ethnic-wise in the show, because I know there's a lot of debate about that. But effectively, yeah, if you want Spike, this fast as a Spike. It, it looks just like fucking Spike. However you want to say yeah. it. So anyone I will say that, his yeah. costume is maybe the his costume and silhouette is the easiest to recreate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
I'm just surprised they got that suit so fucking good. It, it the suit like I I pulled the I pulled this up and I was like, oh, a spike. He's he's Spike. Mm-hmm. You know, Jet looks like Jet. Mustafa <laughs> has become Jet. If anything, I mean, in my mind, Jet is just an older dude, like way older. In honesty, but I mean, Mustafa still looks like Jet, in my opinion. Yeah, I think. This this is where things start to get weird. There's nothing wrong with this guy. This guy's this guy's big. This guy is a good jet, but like jet is also in in that that realm of like his silhouette is very exaggerated. Mm-hmm. You know, Spike has a Spike also has an exaggerated silhouette, but like his his kind of like frame is easy to capture in a person. Mm-hmm. This is where like I wish his I wish his arms and stuffs like stood out a little more again and again that might just be these photos being like overemphasized you see the thing with that is like i kind of do i feel like that yeah it's kind of the how the photos are being overemphasized but also for the sake of like jet jet was never the standout person technically jet mm-hmm. was you know jet was an old bounty hunter just trying to make ends meet he never yeah. really meant to stand out honestly he was that old dude who his life is he goes after bounties to make a living and he keeps the ship running because it's is the it is his ship the bebop is his ship yeah so he's always basically looking, looking like a mechanic uh the guy has arms super right in my opinion like he doesn't he nails the look in my opinion like i said before the only thing about it is the fact that i've always viewed jet as a much older individual than as portrayed here but i mean it's it's, it's whatever we don't know how long the show's gonna go on for i think that's what's bugging me is I was like, was his did his pants always match his fucking his uh his top? And yeah, yes. he did have like a onesie, but like, um, and you you might hate me for this, Carlos. I'm not digging this green. Oh no, it's, I mean it's, 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 it's like, ugly green. The jets jet green has always been ugly. But no, jet. I'm I'm looking at pictures right now. Jet wears blue. Jet's was... navy with a red shirt underneath. Hold on. And I'm wondering, is this is this some we can't have two characters wearing the same color business? Is is this some Hollywood everybody's got to have their own color bullshit? It it might be. Not even because they're trying to be clever about it. It might be because of the camera work. Like, certain colors just clash. Like, um, the color yellow is yeah. extremely difficult to get on film. That's why right, you don't yeah. see people in yellow very often. Because it's just hard. But, I mean, the, 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 the navy for Spike's suit works fine. Well, because that's the thing. And you'll see it on here. Like, Spike's suit, depending on the lighting isn't i think like if you look at it on the like uh the one in the, there's a church image of spike mm-hmm. his suit isn't navy that's like a faded sky sky blue so it's actually a yeah. much brighter blue it's not going for a navy look it's a much brighter blue but depending on lighting i'm assuming it can kind of yeah. work but, with but it that, that works what i'm looking at like that matches um, actually in this lineup photo jets uh jets jumpsuit is darker than spike's suit so mm-hmm. Forgive me there, yeah, but the but like the contrast, yeah. He, I I think I don't like that he's one note. That's possible. That's possible. I can see the, that. The, just like he does have the. I I do see the the red shirt underneath. I I just like the red and the green doesn't work well for me. Maybe these just shots of Jet are just bad. I, guess I could the, barely the... I could barely tell the the in the one where he's like got the fire behind him. I could barely tell the the maroon from his skin tone there. It's mm-hmm. so lit up. Yeah. And then, like the shadow underneath his chin, it just looks like he's just wearing that that weird olive drab. 
like Which, it's fine i'll, I'll get used to it. i'm not Bebop gonna is, I, Bebop is a masterpiece absolutely the actual color scheme Bebop is kind of all over the place depending on fun. what well, filter I, they just, put on. I, I just think that the clash of jet is always you know yeah he's he's not trying to look stylish you mm -hmm. know just 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 a working man you know yeah he just, anyway he just puts splitting on he hairs yeah over over colors on yeah. a on a, a jumpsuit it's it's fine and for me personally Faye's outfit i adore they mm -hmm. got Faye right in an interpretation of that would fit for an actual live action thing instead of her anime outfit because i'm sorry folks anyone who's disappointed Faye's anime outfit was never no going to work in no live one action should ever wear that in their life ever especially not shout a bounty hunter shout outs to cosplayers right like you're awesome but like just just like even i saw cosplayers hating on the top of like okay this individual not to say anything about effort from cosplayers at the cons themselves this individual is not going to be either saying hi moving around at a simple booth or like you know walking around in a con or going to certain photo shoots this has to be an outfit that can work for a stunt actor as well because a stunt actor is going to have to do certain things so yeah i'm just happy that with this because it's still it still screams Faye. If anything, she could use the headband. Or the the hairband, basically. I think I think that's maybe the one thing that's bugging me. Yeah. It's it's part of that's part of the look that's missing. And it's like it's fine. It, I'm not I'm not I'm not tripping or anything, but you know. Absolutely. That's the that's the biggest thing probably is that, you know, it could probably go a lot further with her uh her headband. Yeah. Or her hair. That that's it. Oh my but god, I forgot about this. I forgot what? about this look for Jet. Hold on. Get you maybe want to get this on screen if you can. Let's grab it. <laughs> Show me this costume and I'll be impressed, Netflix. Do it, Netflix, you cowards. <laughs> Where is Hippie Jet? For everybody who's wondering, uh on the audio version, it's Jet with long hair, a headband, sunglasses, a white t shirt with a big pot leaf on it, jeans and a belt. <laughs> Doing the peace that's, sign to give peace a that's chance. That's literally it. I forgot it's about jet. that. It's hippie jet. I, I saw that and I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this shit. <laughs> I just said shit like eight times in two seconds. It's alright. Okay. Better filler word than um. You know? Better filler word than um. Better filler phrase than... Well. I can't say it without saying it, so whatever the fuck. But... Yeah. No, I'm about it. Like, I especially like... like the 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 walking in the street one is cool, but really what sells me on it is the is the couch, couch the couch yeah. image the couch image is perfect even the way they have Faye on there, um, yeah. Like because that, they that should also, have led with that one honestly that should that should be the lead image they mm -hmm. they buried the lead. So like I'm just I'm just about like I yeah I'm about I I feel aesthetically they've gotten look people will like complaining about saying oh no look so cheap and done it's like y'all. Y'all get that Bebop, the environment where the characters are, the Bebop is tacky. Jet is tacky. And it's his shit. Tacky. The Bebop is old. Yeah. They have no money. That's the... They're broke. Their stuff doesn't look nice. I feel like people always forget that. It's like, oh, why is no more of the anime? It's like, it, it does. Live action, none of that shit would look nice. Like, it's the struggle, bro. Like, I want to tell y'all what and you're criticizing this. Like, I, I really don't want to tell y'all. I will say Jet also, I mean, it's clearly just a glove to go over his everything. I'm really impressed by Jet's arm. Yeah, it's I, cool. I, re 
I honestly really like Jet's arm a lot. That's that's good work, in my opinion. But yeah, no, I'm I'm about it. I can't wait to see a trailer. And everyone's saying, yo, it's very telling that they're gonna all they're doing to announce the the release date is still images. Like we just can't. This was filmed during a global pandemic. The the CG work for the trailers probably is getting at going through hell to get that done. I'm not surprised at all that they needed to put an update out there, but chose not to put a trailer. Because if anything, that's going to make this series look bad, in my opinion. It's going to be Netflix CG, if yeah. we're being completely honest. Like that, that, that in my opinion, is going to be what actually looks bad when it comes to this, is the CG paid for by Netflix. So not having a trailer about that makes sense to me. Because that's the scariest thing about Bebop for me, in terms of it becoming live action, is the amount of cost it is to produce it to look um, realistic for certain things. But everything else about it, they, they got the vibe, in my opinion, correct. And Ayn is just amazing. We got a Corgi. I still... The the omission of Ed is just... What do you do with Ayn without Ed? Who's, well, who's, who's effectively going to take the role of Ed? I mean, I think Ayn's still supposed to be like a super genius dog, technically. But mm-hmm. I also feel like... I don't know the full episode count of the Bebop live-action series, but I feel like Ed's something... Or someone you introduce maybe in a season two. Because right now we only know a season one. So season one, we know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the church is where we end. Which admittedly, the church scene, from just the image they have on here, looks like it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, I feel like Ed's maybe someone we get in a follow-up season. Because yeah. we know we're already... Because the series is going to be worked a little bit. So we know it's going to be a new character who's kind of like... Uh, the uh, trans individual that we meet in the bar when you first find out about Vicious, effectively. They're just uh, doing. They're just doing that again. Are they, is that character going to be well, something? No, it, more? It, it seems that character is going to be something more. It's going to be pushed more okay. and have a twin that effectively works for someone who's also a starring character in the series that may have a longer, uh, a longer role in the series as a whole for this season that then leads huh. up to it. Because we still haven't seen Vicious. We yeah. Know, we know we're at least getting to that point. So that's a... I would, Like I said before, I wouldn't be surprised if the church is our final... Is our season closer. And then maybe we come back and that's when we introduce Ed and a bit more wacky stuff. Depending on how this season goes and how the story is told with it. Because I can totally see. Because Ed basically was just there to facilitate they go out and do random jobs for the most part. Ed was the facilitator yeah. of the... Um, more wacky bebops, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So maybe not so necessary to like lock in there as a individual for a more tightly knit story, possibly. Yeah. Like I want to be optimistic in the way like I'd rather them not in a, not include a character they'd be forcing in and improperly using rather than force them in and then they're kind of just not really there to do anything. <coughs> but yeah, no, that's our first real look at bebop once again. Say I, I love these looks. I really love Faye's outfit. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Her outfit's good. I, I dig it. It's got enough of of Faye's outfit in it. This needs a hairband, also. I just want the headband. Uh, but yeah. Okay, folks. And with that, that is gonna be our show for the night. Me, thank you for coming by. We appreciate you as always. Hope you enjoyed yourselves. 
we will once again we won't see you next week we are not going to do a live show there will be a recording there will be a meetup we'll go ahead and something posted that following thursday but once again uh show your support to the twitch do better movement and there will be no stream no going live next wednesday on september 1st but with that gallons anything else that i'm good all right then all right folks then until next thursday of all things we will see you